The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I remember a time. It was not so long ago. I was hanging out in the, you know, internet streets, and I came across this curly-haired girl... (laughs) And I just knew from the moment that I saw her that she would be my podcasting partner forever. I thought you were going to retcon everything and say that we met 15 years ago, just like they love to do on Boy Meets World. Yeah, when I said a few years ago, I meant 15 years ago. Oh, obviously, a few totally means 15, as everyone knows. Right, yeah, by Boy Meets World Mm -hmm. logic, yeah. Only a few years ago. Did you play on the monkey bars when you were a kid? Yeah, of course I did. I never had the upper body strength for the monkey bars. Not even well, as a small child. <laughs> yeah, like we vibed on the monkey bars. I, I, I mean, the mean bigger you problem. Vibed on the monkey bars. Does that the bigger problem was that I'm like very was very afraid of heights. So mm-hmm. obviously, you wanted to go on top of the monkey bars. That was the cool thing to do. But I was very afraid to sit up there. Yeah. Risk my life. It was Um, risky. Think about jungle gym equipment and how terrifying it is now as an adult. Right. Yeah. I am not pro monkey bars. I think that is probably lower. There is. I remember my elementary school playground there was this log cabin Mm -hmm. and that was the place to be because you got to play house it was a lot of fun like king of the castle type situation yeah like you could do that too so like usually we would just play family and that was school with my friend every day at recess we played school and we would spend far too much time i know we were at school we played school but okay so when you were at school you during recess During your break, you decided to play school. Yes. And what we did was we would take chalk and we would draw our classrooms. But then we'd spend so Uh much time drawing the classrooms that by the time we were done, we didn't have enough time to like play a bunch of school, you know? Would in this hypothetical school, would you have been the teacher or the student? I was the teacher. Of course. Why do I even Ma'am, what do you mean? Why did you roll your eyes? Like, I'm, what do you mean, of course? I'm just saying that. You would not be bossed around no. on the playground to be the student. I don't and think, no wonder I think you wanted to teachers. play school. I don't think either one of us. Not everybody can be teachers. Then who's the students? They were imaginary. Oh. We were so cool. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking loser as a child. I was, this is an elementary school. I know, but I was really, bi- I was playing house. I was playing family. 
How is family so much cooler than school? Tell me this. Because you're at school and you're playing school. That's so so weird. That's so weird. I need to know. We need to put up a pool. pool, A pool. Oh, my God. We need to put up a poll as to what's cooler, family or school, when you're in elementary school. Anyway... On to Boy Meets World. We didn't even say we're talking Boy Meets World, season five, episode twenty. We're not. We didn't even start on the rails. We automatically were off of the rails to begin with. Mm-hmm. Starry Night is the name of this episode. Starry, Starry Night. Now, I want to just say first and foremost, like I think this is a formative Boy Meets World episode. Um, probably, uh, like a. I say this every single freaking time, but I really mean it. It's like a top ten episode that I remember and I feel like this really shaped the way I thought about relationships as a kid but also how I viewed Corey and Topanga's relationship and it's extremely interesting to think how I've used this as a child on my elementary school playground playing family Mm -hmm. versus how I viewed it now because back then I saw this as Corey is fighting for his love he loves Topanga more than anything. Yeah. And Topanga was kind of naysaying it mm-hmm. and putting her foot down. And I really thought of Corey back in the day as the good guy, the best guy, the boyfriend that you wanted to have. Yeah. I <laughs> gotta be honest. I knew this episode existed in theory. Like, obviously, they're going to get back together. Yeah. yeah. Did not remember most really? of this episode. This is a formative Boy Meets World and episode. And it wasn't really, for me. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. crazy. And I really, I really think it's because I really romanticized Corey and Topanga's relationship yeah. when I was a kid. And I really romanticized love. And I think that this really dictated how I thought a couple should be. And it, it kind of speaks to how I treated my, my own 15-year relationship that... You know, you had to fight for what you wanted. You had to, like, you know, don't give up on us. And, you know, I'm not trying to become my own therapist and diagnose me. But I really, I I, I honestly think this shaped the way that I viewed long-term relationships Mm -hmm. and how you you can't give quote unquote give up on love and i i i think it's interesting that you don't think that this was like one of the most memorable boy meets world episodes i did not remember it i remembered like that actor that is that comes in and plays you know topanga's love interest for this episode yeah do you know who that kid is yeah he's from tuck everlasting you remember that okay well there's that but remember kenny from a few episodes ago kenny from a few yes the one that dies in the Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was Sean. They killed Kenny, yeah. He's Kenny's younger brother. Oh, interesting. Real life younger brother. Interesting. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Um, no. But, you know, this episode wasn't very formative for me. I mean, obviously, I knew they got back together. But, like, um, I have a... Even if I did view it one way when I was a kid, I'm sure my opinion on it would have changed drastically to where I feel now. Um, But let's get into it. Because this is a, a very interesting episode of, of Boy Meets World. A lot of serious... Uh, episodes in serious tones yeah in season five um so Sean and Corey are at the park and Sean says he's so proud of Corey he hasn't talked about Topanga and then of course Corey (laughs) gets uh on a rant about his whole story of when they were kids and how they met on the monkey bars and it's obvious he's told this story so many times because we have Sean miming and and mouthing the same thing and that honestly floored me it was very funny I I loved Sean in this scene, mouthing mm-hmm. and reciting behind in an exaggerated fashion. Yeah, it, it was, was very, very humorous, very fun. Yeah, and so uh, also Corey does something very creepy where he sees a little girl and he just goes <laughs> Topanga and he screams at her and scares her. I re- I remember that. A I child. remember child. <laughs> yeah, it's it, <laughs> he sees a little Topanga. Oh he like runs so bad. Yeah. And so. Uh, Corey is upset. They were supposed to go to the museum today because there's this new Van Gogh exhibit and Topanga was supposed to go with him and she went without him. So he, you know, he's all upset. And Sean says, Angela went with her. And Corey says, you know, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go with her. And it's just like, he, he can't get over this. He's very upset um, that they're not together, that he's not there with her. And Sean understandably is very annoyed with hearing about it um and so then we get like the image of them sitting on a bench 
to like they change into old timey clothes and so yes. then it becomes like this like old timey photo that's in the museum that uh Topanga yeah, and it's like in Angel sepia do you remember these like old western photos that oh i got one in high on school the... yeah really where were you were you on like a boardwalk uh, yeah or i was in like George. flags yep yeah, they uh they had it six flags. I've never gotten one before. Did you go into the costume? Yeah. I really? I'll have to find the photo somewhere. I'll send it to you. I am in like a full like corset. I wow. had like a cute skirt on. I think I had a feather boa on. Me and my one friend did it together. It was a lot of fun. I honestly highly recommend it. You feel like you're gonna look like an idiot or feel like an idiot, but it was so much fun. And I was I wonder if they still do them. Um, I mean, I don't know about huge in the 2000s, but yeah, that was a big thing. Um, and so Topanga and Angela are looking at this photo and it's a Silas Matthews and Ebenezer Hunter found founding fathers. And Topanga says, I was supposed to come here with Corey. Everything reminds me of him. And Angela looks and she's just like, you know, it looks like she recognizes it too. Um, and Topanga's still not over the fact. How could he talk to another girl all night? How could he kiss her? And Angela says, he told you he didn't mean anything. She says, how could it not mean anything? He kissed another girl. You can't kiss somebody and yeah. not have it mean anything. Um, and she, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's hard for her. Obviously, this really, really, really hurt her. Uh, and she's yeah. still trying to grasp her feelings around it all. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I totally sympathize with Topanga here. I think it's really hard to hear anybody say like, oh, I kissed somebody, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't mean anything. And I'm, I would feel the same way Topanga does. Like, every kiss means something. Um, it could still mean something. And then, because I also think it's a little bit different than Corey didn't kiss some rando girl at a bar when he was drunk or something. Like, he spent all mm-hmm. night speaking to a girl and then they kissed the next day. That is a totally he, different situation. Yeah, yeah. Because I, it's it's... It's one thing for it to be a kiss. It's another thing for, and once again, we talked about this mm-hmm. at length in that episode with Chappelle. You know, what's worse, the fact that they talked all night, the fact that they kissed, right. or the fact that he lied about um, being injured to spend more time with Lauren. And yeah. uh, it was very interesting because the three of us had a different opinion on what the worst thing was. Yeah. Which uh, it just goes to show people are different in the way they react yeah. to in in emotional, uh, you know, Cheating. relationship situations are totally yeah. different. Um, yeah. And so Panga goes into the monkey bar story and it's obvious to, uh, that Angela has heard this a ton and she's like mimics yeah. her, um, which I thought it was very funny that they did both sides of that. Um, and so then they they go up to uh, a van a painting by Van Gogh. And they see these two women talking about it. And so Angela and Topanga are looking at it. And then Angela looks over and there's this guy like looking at them. And I just I love Angela in this scene. She cracked me up so much. Yeah. Where she- Angela is smitten. But by the most basic white guy that ever exists. I mean, to be fair, Sean kind of looks like a basic white guy. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I kind of feel like Angela's just kind of into like very basic uber pale white guys yeah this guy does have a an earring so he has that going for he has like a beret okay i have zero idea why anybody would be attracted to this guy at this point in time like he's the kid whatever whatever but they were like okay if they brought over chris hemsworth and was like hi my name is chris hemsworth i'm also into art and would you like to kiss me i'd be like Okay, I can understand Listen, why no. she's being swayed. This guy, I remember him from Tuck Everlasting, which was like a, a rom-com. Or maybe it was mm-hmm. just a romance drama with Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls. Yes, I recall. I yeah. remember that movie. And him, he was very dreamy in it. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just she's don't for you. see. I just don't see it. I, I don't see, see it. it. I could see why, you know, girls would be attracted to him. Um, but Angela certainly is. And so she goes, oh, I forget my name. I'm Nancy or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he knows Topanga. And Angela, she goes, my name uh, is your name Topanga? She goes, my name is Angela, but I already have a boyfriend. And then she realizes that, oh, yeah, he's talking Topanga. Yeah. Um, and so his name's Ricky Ferris. And so apparently she changed his life when he was six because she hit him with a ball in the butt. And it made him realize that he was more of an artist than an athlete. 
And it's Whatever. like, what okay, a line. Sir. What a line. I feel like it's such a freaking scam. Like, I can make up any sort of lie. I, I mean, obviously, he did know her to some capacity yeah, he because he her. knew her name. But yeah. it's such maybe he just heard Topanga, like Angela called Topanga's name. It's such an, a unique name. Yeah. I don't like this kid. He He's wow. swarmy and he's kind of like. I don't like I don't like him. I don't like his vibes. I don't like how he's all over Topanga. I don't like his the fact that he thinks that he knows all about art. Wow. Like I just don't I don't like Ricky Ferris. I think he's fine. I mean, I think he's a he comes on a little strong, but uh, you Very know, strong. He's, it's fine. Yeah. And so um and I love Angela's whole time being like, "Oh, he owes you. Make him pay." Uh, and then he asks about seeing the Van Gogh exhibit together. And Angela says, I have to go check on that other painting over there entitled Go With Him. He's cute. Uh, <laughs> She's yeah. such a hype girl. Like, she really is a yeah. good wing woman. She's a very good wing woman. Uh, we'll point out that Topanga was supposed to go to this art show with Corey. That yeah. was a thing. I just want to say that. Well, what is that so, have to do with anything? They're not together anymore. You can't behold someone's uh, plans. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I don't think that we mentioned that yet. And this was like oh. part of part of this whole yeah. thing. So um, so they start looking at the Van Gogh exhibit together. And they start looking at um, a piece of Van Gogh's irises. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Who doesn't like irises? It really is pretty. And he says this is um, his second favorite. He mm-hmm. like he's he asks her if she knows Starry Night, which I'm sorry, <laughs> every fucking human being knows yeah. Starry Night. Like I'm oh, not, what's, an, what's I don't know anything Night? about art. I fucking know mm-hmm. what Starry Night is because I'm not a moron. Ah, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I know what Starry Night yeah, is. Right. So, okay. Iris's uh, was painted in May 1889. It is oil on canvas, and the current location at, is at the J. Paul Getty Museum in Los Angeles, there you go. California. So, if wow. you're looking for a it. local of LA, go visit it. Yeah. Um, and so Topanga says she saw it in a book once, but she didn't think it did it justice. And so uh, Ricky says what Topanga needs is somebody who's passionate about it to make her passionate about it, too. And so then they start, you know, walking together and Angela's spying on them. And so then they're standing in front of Starry Night talking. And he says he thinks it's the most spiritual piece ever painted. Um, He says, see how they protect the, the stars, protect the small town. It's like these swirling divine lights from God that say, I will always protect you. Yeah, this dude's pretentious as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. He just irks me. And yeah. maybe this is just like my bias. It's like stay away. Like this maybe is this definitely is just... your bias because he's doing nothing wrong. I don't know. He's being like I mean, Topanga's then being pretentious too because she says it says here Van Gogh found religion around the time he painted this. And Ricky mm-hmm. says he found his soul and he put it on this canvas. It's what's moving you. Someone is able to see right into his soul. Uh, yes. And so then we find out apparently they've been there all fucking day and the museum is closing. And this is when Topanga mm. gets the like, oh, we talked all day. And it's like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. see how it easy it yes, is. Yes. Look, look how look at the parallels. Yeah. Uh, the Starry Night, um, of course, by Van Gogh, painted this in 1889, 100 years before I was born. Also oil on canvas. Its current location is at... MoMA, or the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, and it is considered Van Gogh's magnum opus. Wow. How about that? Look yeah, at that. his masterpiece. And it's been in the, the MoMA's permanent collection since 1941. Holy crap. They're not letting yeah. go of it. Have you ever been to MoMA? No. Love MoMA. It's a okay. great museum. Um, Museum of Modern Art, I assume. Yes, Nailed yeah, because yeah, yeah, I just said that, yeah. Ne- mm-hmm. Did you? Okay, well, I wasn't listening. I heard Boma. Because it, it reminded me of Boba. <laughs> it's just, this is where my brain goes. Oh, okay. So was I being pretentious like Ricky? No, you were Because just I was teaching things. you about the art. No. no, not at all. So Ricky asks her to dinner. Um, and he says we could talk about Starry Night or the real stars if you want. And Topanga says... I had a really great time talking. I can't believe we talked all day, but her head is in a funny place. Mm-hmm. And so then he says, and this to me, okay, this pushes it a little far. I, I agree with you here. This is a little pushy. He says, do you plan on eating dinner tomorrow night? 
She says, yes. What What do you think, Ricky? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she says, how's this? Tomorrow night, or he says, how's this? Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, we'll meet it to whatever the hell, to Beau de Chantel. I can't pronounce Chantelise? it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a French cafe. And he yeah, says, we'll be course. sitting at the of same table. Of course it's a French cafe because he's a little douchebag. Oh, my God. He says, if you want it to be a date, look up from your dinner. If you don't, don't look up. But if you do, I'll be looking back at you. And he leaves. Okay, this is so convoluted. Just be like, okay, if you want to be there, show up at this time. If not, I understand and I respect you. That's all you have to say. What is this? Like, look up, look to your left, look to your right, follow the stars, go down the yellow brick road. Like, shut up, Ricky. Oh Just tell God. her to show up or He's not. trying to flirt. I, this is it's not, not you, getting me going. Yeah. So, uh, Angela, okay, this but. killed me. Angela yes. right here. So poking good. her head through the sculpture i don't know why i'm usually not one for as much of like visual gags physical but yeah. this killed me <laughs> and then she says i couldn't help it over here <laughs> uh, i just think that she's such a good friend to wait around for topanga to be done to make sure she's safe well also she's very like she wants to know the tea well, yeah but i think it's because oh, she I, wants topanga to be we safe. can totally say that um, and so Topanga says, oh, should I go out with him? And Angela says, like, he's cultured, he's gorgeous, he's sensitive. He wants to take you to a romantic French restaurant. Like, duh, you should. And uh, Topanga says, I don't know. He's not Corey. And Angela says, no, he's not Corey. And Topanga kind of admits, like, if I go out with him, that means Corey and I are really over. And Angela admits, yeah, this isn't going to help the relationship. Um, and Topanga calls Ricky complex and interesting. Yeah. And Angela asks, do you think Corey is? And it's like, well, fucking obviously, no. Corey is like the okay. least complex individual. He is very not complex. He's kind He's of a little simple. simple. Yeah. Not a bad way, in a predictable way, which is right. nice, but so, not always exciting. Ricky's different. Ricky's a different type of guy. Yeah. He's different types of interests. Yeah. And so Topanga says, it's different. Even though I've known Corey all my life, how can I go out with another guy until I learn what Corey feels about this painting? And Angela tells her, you have to take a chance. You know, maybe one day you won't talk about monkey bars. Maybe instead you'll tell your kids about uh, their husband or their father that they, you met in front of a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And he swept you off your feet. And Topanga says, I'm not giving, I'm not leaving my feet for anybody until I give Corey a chance. And so then we go the next day to Corey dragging, excuse me, Topanga dragging Corey into the museum and immediately setting him down in front of Star Knight and asking what he thinks. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I don't really understand how him giving his opinion on a painting equals them being the perfect relationship or not um and it's a test and he quickly recognizes it's a test Mm -hmm. and it's just it's 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 whoa it's it's she's it's not what she's really saying like what she's really saying is like it's almost like i want you to be passionate about something like ricky is or i'm testing to see how intelligent you are or how much of a complex thinker you are and it's and it's it's not or it has nothing to do with the painting well it just the thing is i think what we can all agree is it's not really fair to Corey. Because this is not really no. any better than the jelly bean thing that he did on the scale with Sean. She's comparing the two guys and asking him to tell her his thoughts on Starry Night isn't going to fix the issues you had in your relationship. And he's mm-hmm. not an artist, so he's not going to have right. as interesting what- of an answer as Ricky exactly. did. Exactly. I mean, it's almost like saying, hey, Ricky, can you tell me about... Being a curly haired guy. Yeah. You know, like, tell me about how what your hair routine is dealing with curly hair. It's like he's not that's not his specialty. Why? So yeah. it's he's not going to. I mean, I would give another example, but I don't really know what Corey no, is into these. Days. I know what you mean, though. And so it is it is all a test. And Corey rightfully says, I'm not taking a test. You don't really reduce your relationship to what you think about me because of what I see in a painting. That's not important. What matters is what I see in you and what you see in me. And Topanka gets angry and she says, you're a portrait of somebody I thought I knew. 
Um, how were you able to spend the whole night talking to some girl, then kiss her and still think you care about me? And he says, Can you imagine fighting in front of a literal masterpiece? Absolutely not. I can't imagine fighting in public like this at all. It, in a museum, I would be of so all embarrassed where you're so supposed quiet. to be quiet. I would you're be so embarrassed. Be quiet. I can't. Yeah. No. I don't know if you're really. I don't know if you're really able to get that close to these. It's probably paintings. not. They probably have it roped off and like sealed off so that's protected. Mm. But um, and Topanga says you wouldn't be able to do those things if you care about me. They don't just happen for no reason. And Corey says, don't tell me how I feel about you. I know how I feel about you. And she kissed me. And he's she says, oh, when you moved away, what did you do to stop her? And he he likes very sarcastic. He says, you know, oh, nothing. I said, kiss me, baby. Kill the relationship with the person I care about more than anything and make me miserable for the rest of my horrible life. So he he continues to say it meant nothing. He says these things happen to teach you something. I know now that I'll never, ever, ever love anybody more than I love you. And. While I think what Topanga's doing here is wrong, like the whole test thing is wrong, I also don't really think what Corey is saying is accurate either. I don't think you can call cheating on your girlfriend just something that happens to teach you something. Like, I feel like he's making something he had a very active participation in and making it more passive and saying that this happened to him versus he took part in this. That's true. That's definitely true. Also, he is. Um, I, th- I I also want to say that I I don't. Once again, I think that it is important for a, a teenager to date more than one person to see what they really want and need out of a relationship. But I definitely think that he's letting it fit his narrative. Uh, because of the circumstance of mm-hmm. what he found himself in, it's it's counter. Yeah. He it, instead he's of like this is a plan. Yeah. yeah, he's rewriting it. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And I think that again, I think it's it's funny because back in the day when you're a kid, you take one person's side, right? You either right. take Topanga's or you take Corey's. But as right. adults, I think we are like no relationships are much more complicated than what they're explaining them to be and so i could say there's fault with both of these two people and mm-hmm. that's fine it happens in relationships um but then of course Topanga looks back again and she says what do you see in the painting Corey?" and he says i see an attack an attack from another just, world it's just so unfair and then she's like what the heck are you talking about yeah she, what about the relationship between god and man Okay, so then, like, she's leading him. Yeah, yeah. Leading the witness. Yeah. It's just not fair. And so, of course, he gives her an answer that she's not satisfied with. And she goes on to say what she thinks it is. But, again, it's also not fair because art is subjective. And maybe there are, like, deep thinkers and philosophers and art history people and fucking other artists that know exactly what Van Gogh was thinking when he painted this. I'm sh- mm-hmm. maybe he, Van Gogh himself even fucking wrote it down. But the point is that everybody sees something different in art and that's probably why it is so treasured and valued is because you can get different things yeah. out of it. And I don't yeah. think it's fair for Topanga, even if she's in an argument with Corey to say you're absolutely wrong about what you think this piece is about. You're asking him something that has a subjective answer. This is not a math quiz, you know? Right, exactly. It You use your life experiences to relate to the piece itself. But, okay, so she goes, she says, this is a masterpiece. And I think this is the exact line that really got me going as a kid. Yeah. Because I was like, this is the most romantic thing I've ever heard. He goes... You're a masterpiece and I don't care what you think right now. We're going to be together forever. And I know that, but you still need to find that out. You know what I'll be. So I think back in the day, I was like, oh, Corey is fighting for Topanga. Like he knows that they're going to be together mm-hmm. and like she just doesn't understand. Uh, it was just, it's just crazy. But yeah. I do like I love the whole thing. You're a masterpiece. I how do you think about it? Like uh, as a person that hates love, like what do you think about that line? <laughs> As a person who hates love. Um, I want to be called a masterpiece. I think that's like the most romantic uh, thing. Yeah, I don't mind it. To be standing in front of the van- of the starry night yeah. and being like, this is a masterpiece, but actuality, you're a masterpiece. Yeah. Dead. 
I would fall over. You, yeah, your heart would burst into a million if, pieces. Yes. If if I was, okay, honestly, if I was at the Van Gogh and Freaky came up to me and was like, hi, I'm Swarmy. Like, I love friendship and I went to Paris, but you're a masterpiece. I'd be like, screw Drew. I'm a masterpiece. Yeah. I'll go with you, Ricky. I don't mind it. I like it. It's fine. I love it. You're a masterpiece. You That's all I need to hear. Love it. Corey Matthews. Um, and so here we see Topanga and Ricky are at this French restaurant. And uh, and so he talks about going to Paris and painting for a year. Um, and he jokes that he was just like joking with them, but they said they thought it was a good idea. And so now he has to go. Um, pretentious much. Yeah. Oh, so I just oh wound up to go to Paris. Oh, my poor life. So Topanga says that uh, she like her parents moved. She stayed with her aunt. And so he asks why. And of course, she brings up Corey. Uh, she says, I've never been to Paris, though. He says, now you have an excuse to go. He says, we've known each other almost a whole day and we were going to dessert, blah, blah, blah. He draws her. So it's like he tears off the paper, like kind of like he's at it. the fucking what is it? Macaroni grill. He tears off the placemat. <laughs> oh, no. Not the macaroni grill. But he requested the children's crayons. The macaroni grill. He got four colors from can, the macaroni grill yes. crayon packet. Can you imagine if he was like, uh, would you like to go to this French restaurant with me? It's called the macaroni grill. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh! And but he brings he doesn't even draw on the uh, tablecloth like you're supposed to do. He brings his own drawing. He pad. does, and it's a beautiful yeah. picture of irises. No, it's not. They're like daisies. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's like, I know you like the irises, so I drew you this bouquet yeah. of flowers that are not irises. She says, it's, it's, you know why? My day do you know why? why? What? Why? You know why? Why? Because in the pack of four crayons. Purple is not one of the colors. Well, there you go. That's his problem. He went to the wrong macaroni grill. They didn't have the right he colors. He should just bring his own crayons. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway. So, uh, Ricky says he's been thinking about her since the museum. Um, it's interesting how you can just meet somebody and talk for hours. He says, those things don't just happen for no reason. Topanga says, you're right. They happen to teach you something. And so, then... Yeah. He kisses her and she has this like smile on her face, which, of course, at the time, yeah. we all think, oh, no, she really likes him. Yeah. She looks so beautiful in this episode, yeah. by the way. I love her hair. So obviously, pretty. every episode. But yeah. Yeah. Um. So then Sean and Angela are having a whole conversation. They're arguing because Angela is telling him about Ricky and how that Topanga's going out with him. Yeah. And Sean feels like she's encouraging this whole situation. Yeah. And Sean is upset because he doesn't want her to tell her to go out with, you know, go out with Ricky when he wants Corey and her to get back together. And Angela is knocking sense into him saying they're broken up. She needs to go out with somebody else. He went out with that with somebody else. So, you know, that's it. And uh, and Sean says they've been together for 15 years. These love rules don't apply to them. And I love I mean, Angela always being the voice of reason and Angela always yeah. being the smartest person in the room. Angela's kind of my new favorite character. She is. She came in and just has all this fucking wisdom to spout. By the way, also, I was going to say that it's very obvious she's pregnant at this point. <laughs> oh, really? I wasn't even looking. I. I'm so oblivious to that type of stuff. Yeah. I, I swear to goodness. They're doing many things in this episode to hide it. Obviously, the big baggy sweaters are numero uno. But at one point, she's also carrying like binders in front of her stomach. Like, <laughs> yeah, the classic 90s trope yeah. of hiding behind a pillow. Yes. Um. Anyway, so Angela says, all I'm saying is they're stuck. They need to see where life takes them. Otherwise, they're going to be unhappy every day. And I don't want that for my friend. This, I yeah. think, is a perfect encapsulation of what is going on with Corey and Topanga. They're yes. stuck. They're both yes. stuck, broken up, and unhappy about it, but not really knowing where to go from here. And mm -hmm. I think that is the perfect way to put it. And I think Angela is right. They need to move on and see what happens. I mean, in this case, Topanga realized that she didn't like Ricky and is more is in love with Corey still. And that's great. But even if Topanga figured out something different, it's better than just being stuck in the mud and stuck in a rut forever. Absolutely. It is. They have to they have to either at this point, you know, get back together and move forward together or break up for good. And they probably need space apart. It's not helpful for them to be in this la la land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, 
so then we see Topanga pull Angela aside and she says, I've talked to you. Something happened. And Angela says, good or bad? And Topanga says, amazing. Absolutely wonderful. I've never had a kiss that meant more to me in my life. And of course, Sean hears this. And Angela says, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's over. And so Sean says, Corey, we have to talk. But of course, then Feeney comes in and starts talking about Shakespeare. And so they can't have, you know, a conversation. I love how Feeney is like, hi, everybody. How did you enjoy your last uh, Shakespeare play in high school? Yeah, and, and everyone cheered. And he's like, OK, if everybody really, really likes it, then we can keep going. We'll do one more. And then yeah. he's like, psych, I got you. I know he got uh, his jollies a little bit. Right. right? I, yeah. Hey. I know. Hey, did you did you know that William Daniels turned 95 this week? I did see that. And I I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Good for him. I hope that he got his fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> Hopefully. At, at the macaroni grill. Macar- macaroni grill. No, that's the Italian. It's the macaroni grill. The, the macaroni the grill. Macaroni. So I hope that he got his fettuccine Alfredo and I hope that he got to draw some nice pictures with his four crayons. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. And so he asks Sean to read his favorite passage and he reads, though it be honest, it is never good to bring bad news. And he wants to remind everyone it's important not to kill the messenger. And he's like mm-hmm. looking directly at Ricky yep. Corey. I think the message <laughs> is loud and clear for Corey. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, right after that, they go out in the hallway and Corey's just like, OK, messenger deliver. <laughs> yeah. Sean basically says, you know what? She kissed the other guy she really likes him and um he uh, like basically yeah like she went out with the other guy and he says um we used to be the only two guys in the world who still thought that there was hope for Topanga and I and you're telling me that I should just throw in the towel and Sean goes yes and goes thank you I'm feeling interesting because now Um, it's an interesting feeling to be now the only guy in the world who knows it's not. Yeah. And this was another thing that like I was very, and once again, it just shows like how twisted my views of love were. But everybody's was was back then. This is such a a tropey thing that everybody loved in rom-com movies, Mm -hmm. shows like this where you're like, yeah, fight for your love, fight for it. But in reality, it's like, okay, but if the other person says no you need to accept that and move on it's not okay for you to be doggedly pursuing someone who wants to move on with their life that's true that's true obviously it's different in this situation it turns out differently but in the event that Topanga didn't want to date him he needs to let Mm -hmm. it go right yeah but I definitely felt as though like it was very romantic to think that this guy was like I'm the only one who believes that we're right for each other and we are right for each other and I'll fight for it forever and I believe in it forever. It was romantic to me. Yeah, of course. Of course. And I think a lot of people probably felt that same way. Whereas I think now watching this scene with Corey, my gut instinct is, oh man, like I understand how painful it is, but mm-hmm. you need to move on. It's just, it's unhealthy for both Corey and Topanga for him. But do you understand how painful it is, Jessica? Do you? I've broken up with people before. What do you mean? That's not, I mean, that's not what he's feeling. That's what Topanga's feeling. Yeah, but you yeah, don't know what fair, it's like. I, well, you know me. I'm a very decisive person. And when I know something is over, I know it's over. And I don't dwell as much you know I'm more like I know I'm right to do this I know this is what I need to do I begged Drew like basically every day for a year to get back together until we got back together (laughs) I was right I guess (laughs) and I was right and we've been together that was like eight years ago okay good but this is why I probably did that because I was like I probably Corey thought, fought for his love. Now I need to. Uh, it's so sad. I was like the creepy Corey. Oh, like, no. don't let go. Don't forget about our love. We're a masterpiece. Oh, no. Um. So anyway, and so uh, we go back to Angela and Topanga, and she asks, oh, I hate 
when shows do this, but whatever. Angela's like, so you like this guy, huh? And she says, I'm in love with him. I knew it the minute I kissed him. And Angela's like, whoa, you are very vulnerable. You just came out of a long-term relationship. You shouldn't be rushing into something. It was just a kiss, wasn't it? And she says, that's all it took. Do you know what I felt when he kissed me? Uh, I felt nothing. nothing. Yeah. People don't talk like this. Nobody no talks one talks like in this. riddles Nobody like does. this. Yeah. Except for me. I basically talk in riddles and you kind of have to figure it out sometimes. You do talk in riddles. Sometimes well, you just I talk to- like you were in the middle of a conversation when we haven't even started one. Right. Exactly. So I started putting I start like I blurted out whatever I want to say. And no. then now my form of action is context and then me explaining it. And is it more helpful? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's just you have to get to know you and learn your language, like you said. Yes. It's the Sarah language. I did. I did tell you. I did tell you that when we started becoming friends, so long ago, fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. on the playground, yep. I remember this curly-haired oh girl on the internet, and I said, I knew that we were going to be podcasting friends forever, and then we were. Yeah. Nailed it. Do you want to take a commercial, an ad break now? Yeah, why not? Let's, let's take an ad let's, break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right. All right. We're back. And then I just want to let you know about that time that when I first met you on the Internet (laughs) and I just knew I saw this curly haired girl on the Internet. I just knew we'd be podcasting partners forever. The, yeah back in the day we were we were just thinking about it all that ad break that was all we oh, were thinking about oh so long ago yeah. so and you're like crap why did i have to be friends with this bitch now she won't go away <laughs> that's all that i think of all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and so topanka says she called ricky she can never see him again uh topanka says i'm in love i don't mean high school i love you i mean i'm in love with Corey matthews and i want to be there's nobody else in the world for me and there never will be i'm taken and this gets like big cheers from the audience yeah we get some woos and this is like girl you were like 16 like i i think she's 17 now ever she is 17 Dude, years old. Dude, you don't remember being 17 years old and talking to your high school boyfriend and yeah. talking about what rings you would pick yeah. out? Yeah, but this is exactly why I am now a 30-year-old woman and can say you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. No, we, like, this is what you do when you're a teenager. Like, you're fully convinced. There's you're, like, nobody else out. for me. Bitch, you I only remember... haven't met, like, five people in your fucking life. Dude, I remember being a freshman in high school and talking to my friends, like, if I, for whatever reason, can't get pregnant, will you be a surrogate like this is what we did mm-hmm. this is it's stupid it's ridiculous you're a kid you shouldn't be thinking about this shit but you feel like an adult because yeah. you have all these big feelings yeah you do you definitely feel this way and you feel like you know what you're talking about but of course you actually don't um and yeah like it's just kind of funny because this that's the thing this is very true for 17 year olds, right? This is something that 17 year olds say and they feel, and therefore it is highly relatable to people when they are teenagers. It's just funny watching yeah. it now because we just have such yeah. a different perspective. Yeah. Um, but then we end the episode with Corey on the monkey bars and Topanga approaches him and, uh, and Topanga tells him, I met this guy. Um, and uh, Corey says, I went back to look at that painting. This is like, how do you have two conversations at the same time? It's so confusing. Yeah. It's like when you're in a text conversation and you really do have two different conversations at the same time. Yeah. It's too much. People don't talk like this. No. And so um, Corey says, I wanted to see what you saw in the painting. Topanga says, we went on a date and he drew me a picture of some flowers. Corey says, I spent a half an hour looking at it, trying to understand it. And Topanga says, he kissed me. 
For he says, I couldn't get it, not by myself. And then I remembered what you said. God protects people in their ty- in their little homes and they live their lives and they come outside and they look up at the sky and they know God's protection and love and that everything's going to be okay. But I'm not like you, Topanga. I can understand. I can't understand those things so fast. I need you to help me. Uh, and Topanga says, I'm not like you that I can understand that you can kiss somebody and not have it mean anything. That you can care about somebody so deeply that nothing can change that no matter how many times you try to tell me. But I understand it now. Corey says, it's a beautiful painting. And Topanga says, it's just a painting. We're real. And you always understood that. I love you and I will always love you. And this is so weird to me. Like that this is the, the back and forth is just like very strange. (sighs) Yeah. I guess you have to like break it down by conversation. And what he's saying is I am not the type of person to think abstractly about things or think about art or, you know, these cultured things that you enjoy. But what I need is you in my life to help me guide there and teach me these things. Mm -hmm. And that makes me become a whole person. And she's saying, well, I don't understand how some of the nuances of relationships, but because you, I think, her side is a little bit weaker but she her says her side is definitely weaker because he is she, saying what we I, said which was like you yeah. can't expect people just be able to interpret art like that on the right spot. but you help me and i like that about you right. and she's saying well i i didn't i think she's saying like i didn't realize of what like goes through your head with like a, mm-hmm. a, a relationship or like when there's other factors, but you made me be more open-minded. Yeah. Maybe that's what I she's guess. saying. Maybe she's saying like you you help me become more open-minded. Well, like things are experienced things, something that helped yes. her realize yeah. too. Well, yeah. And she's like, things she, I think she's saying like you helped me realize things aren't black and, and white. Like I see, I'm more of a rigid person and you help me, see things yeah uh, that uh, there's more nuances and there's and there's different different things in mm-hmm. life yeah so i think that's what she's trying to say but it's it's um i think it's a I agree, little empty. It's, i think it's a little bit weaker than his what he's yeah. saying but um he asks oh another guy kissed you and she says yeah want to do something about it and so then they kiss and he asks so are we starting over and she says yeah and then, I don't like the idea of starting over. I think no, that, I don't either. I think that I've learned that it's not good to start over. What it is good is to take your experiences and use them to build a better foundation moving forward mm-hmm. instead of starting over. Yes, this I completely agree with. I think that it's impossible to just... I think it's impossible to wipe a slate clean like that. I think you're better yep. off. Because if you do, you're wiping the slate you're you're starting from ground zero you are you know square one you are not you're going to make the same mistakes again you need to be able to build off of what you've already learned um but yeah i i agree with you and so then we get the ending scene where sean and angela are looking at paintings and just basically like making out in front of things yeah but it's fun it's like we see their relationship which is yeah lighter and um they they kind of like you know what like they take this stuff less seriously but then they come to the starry night and then they i think that they think about yeah things together they take it seriously i don't know i don't know it's um interesting ending it just makes me like sean and angela's relationship because they're fun yeah oh 100 percent. they're way more fun to watch i think than topanga and Corey. and a lot this of ways moment, at least yeah yeah um but this episode i i think it's funny that you thought this was and i watching it back of course it is a huge episode because Corey and topanga get back together get but back it, it together, never stuck it starts- out in my mind as one that was like particularly iconic I always thought that it was like I always thought that this was a this episode was a big deal. It was the Starry Night episode. Um, yeah, I don't know, but this is, I it think, is a like big I, episode. So momentous things yeah. happen, I guess. Yeah, I just always thought it was just very formative. Um, I wonder. I'm very curious if anybody else felt the same way when they were watching this and remember this episode or. Uh, if this was just like a an individual experience for myself, for yeah. whatever reason, it stuck with me. Let us know at Shit90s Pod, Twitter and Instagram, Shit90spod.com, Shit90spod at gmail.com. 
<laughs> so at many gmail.com at the us. gmail yeah um but we are still keeping it slowed down for next week's episode because we are covering just one episode season five yeah. episode 21 for the rest of the season actually yeah yeah well because it made sense to all these episodes are really yeah. important let's stop let's stop down there's a lot to cover in these yes so we are covering season five episode 21 honesty night and we are not alone uh we are going to be joined by the one the only returning guest chad Mm-hmm. Yep. Very excited to welcome Chad back on. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't remember this episode by name. I'm sure sure I'll remember it when I watch it. Yeah. But. I read the little I love to like read the little blurbs because, you know, it always on Disney Plus, it always goes to bring you to the next episode. And there's always usually a little yes. blurb. And I yes. remember it based on what the blurb said. I was like, oh, oh. yes, I remember this one. All right. Um, well, excited to watch it with chad next week yeah it's gonna be so much fun um sarah why don't you tell all our friends what we have going on currently yeah so for april we are welcoming back sasha joseph on to discuss the passover film uh the prince of egypt so that will be a lot of fun to cover um such great music in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out when that comes out. Of course, we have our weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek coverage. And then Jessica and I have been uh, recording episodes for season one of The Flight Attendant in preparation for season two. Yes. So very exciting um, stuff. Pusher recaps. Yes. On Posture Recaps. Yep, so yep. you could find that posturerecaps.com slash HBO pod if you want to go subscribe. We'll get our own feed eventually too, so we'll shout that out. But super fun doing that, and I can't wait for that to premiere uh, this week actually. So it'll actually, an episode will already, will already have been published by the time this episode comes out. So look at that. Check it out. Go check it out. Um, of course, you can also hear me on Community Building. We're starting season three this week, um, so that should be tons of fun. So check us over at Post Show Recaps to check me out on that. But beyond that, I'm just hanging out here. So uh, at the Just Sterling. Oh, also, I did a uh, guest on one indescribable podcast mm. for the rewatch of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, I did finale coverage. That will be coming out this coming Saturday. Um, so go go check that out there. Yeah. I'll and I will everything. be guesting um, on Jay and AJ's Pretty Little Liar podcast. Oh, amazing. Covering episode 10, Camp Mona. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's what's called in my heart, because if anybody doesn't know this, I actually modeled my 30th birthday um, after this episode of Pretty Little Liars. So it's very near and dear to me. Amazing. So we'll of course, we'll retweet and everything. So you'll see all those messages. Um, But yeah, next week we'll be back for just another episode. Only one episode to watch. Season five, episode 21 with Chad. Um, Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.